0: Well, good evening once again and welcome to BBS Gospel Broadcast Station here on BBS Gospel Net. And welcome to the Thinking Man's Broadcast. What a pleasure and honor it is to be able to come to you once again from the studios here. Great friend of mine and producer, Dr. Bruce Smith. Uh, Just thanking God for each and every one of you. Listen, we hope this broadcast is a blessing to you. When you can, just drop us a line and let us know. Very quickly, to the book of Genesis, if you've been following with us, you know we've been in the book of Genesis uh, in the entire month of January. Now, I just want to close out uh, in the month of February here on today with something I hope and pray would be a tremendous blessing to you. Very familiar text, Genesis chapter 3, beginning at verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband and he did eat. Now I want to. Jump down to verse 12. You can look at the in-between later on. Now, they just had an encounter with the Lord. The Lord has realized something has changed concerning Adam and Eve and the environment of the garden. And so God comes in to find out what's going on. So let's look at the text. And God has questioned Adam and Eve. And in the 12th verse, And the man said, The woman which thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. So I want to back up to verse 6, that's Genesis chapter 3. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat. And gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. I want to focus in on the last man. She ate, and he ate. I want to talk to you from this thought, me too. In our in Genesis chapter 3, I I I want to get a different perspective of what's going on here. Um And especially in verse 12, I want to encourage man and and wife, husband and wife, as the Bible has declared marriage to be in the sight of God. Marriage is honorable between a man and a woman in the sight of God. That's all I want to talk about right there. And how. Uh, I really believe that uh, the Lord let me see some men, not just me by myself, but uh, 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 we're familiar with this text. And the Lord had told him, of anything in the garden you can have, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, do not partake of. But notice what Genesis 3 and 6 said. Number one, the tree, it was good for food. And it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. Now, at this point, you know, after the serpent had talked to Eve and told her, In the day that you eat, God knows you shall be like him. We have to remember, they really don't know what that means. It's just like many of us when we say, Uh, We must be born again in the image of God through Jesus Christ. We understand the flesh. We understand this world, but we struggle with the concept of the new birth. That's like me trying to explain to you, even though God told them in the day that they eat, they shall surely die. And I want us to just think for a minute. Think about it. How do you explain death to a being that is made to live forever. I know they was just supposed to simply obey God. I I, I got that. But I want to I wanna you know, Paul said, let's get away from the elementary thinking, even when it comes to Christ, and let us go on to the more mature thinking in the Lord. Remember the last time we talked, we shared with you that God did not plan for Adam to fail. But I think other than John 3 and 16, that's just me. I think other than John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Now that the word believe, it really means to be committed to. You can believe that A person is the right person for you, for your life, to live the rest of your life with. But until you commit to marriage, you will never, ever know. You can live together and still don't know. And I realize we can get married and we can be unequally yoked. I mean, I think two Christians can honestly be, be unequally yoked. One might be a little bit more dedicated to the Lord than the other. They both love the Lord. One may fast and pray more than the other one does. Paul said the unbelieving husband is sanctified, put apart by the believing wife and vice versa. So if you get nothing else out of what I'm trying to say today, all I simply want to say is just like the scripture say, when a man findeth a wife, he finds a good thing to obtain favor with the Lord. And if we have time to deal with that, I'll come back to that. But the thing I want to say to you is simply this. When the Lord came and asked Adam, in, sense, in, in, in essence, what happened? And Adam explained, I know we said Adam shifts the blame to Eve, but beloved, can I just share with you, I really don't think he was blaming her. I really believe he, in his own language, telling God she ate and I ate. Now, we have to understand in in, in hindsight, in retrospect, the word, he couldn't say I was trying to save Eve. And I really believe this is what was going on. I really believe when Adam looked at Eve, he knew that Eve had partaken of the forbidden fruit. Now, I know I got some folk out there. We've all partaken of the forbidden fruit. And somebody said, me too. That's the subject of my message today. Me too. And so in 1 Timothy 2 and 14, now watch this. It says this. And Adam was not deceived. This is 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14. Check this out. Watch this. Look. And Adam was not deceived. But the woman being deceived was in transgression. Now, let's put a poster note right there, as my friend would say. Let's, you know how they do it in the courtroom I want to do a sidebar right here now if the scripture tells me that Adam was not deceived then that tells me he was he willfully partaking of the forbidden fruit now we understand Eve got tricked the, the serpent didn't talk to Adam about this situation he talked to Eve <laughs> And when she ate of it, something changed. I don't know. I don't know. Is it physical? Something changed. I'm just going to leave it right there. And Adam knew this. Adam knew that Eve, where he knew where the fruit came from. They were at the tree. And my point is simply this. Adam, in my theological thinking, died for Eve. I compare that to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave His life for the church, gave His life for His bride, which is called the church. Now, I, 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 it, it's just me, but but for years and all of my life, that that has somewhat perplexed me. Everybody said, "Well, you know, uh, Adam lied on Eve, and all of this, and..." And, 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 but, but honestly, honestly, I really don't think that's what's going on here. It's just me. Don't send me no ugly notes. Don't send BBS Gospel Net no ugly notes. Please don't. This is, this is Robert Miles speaking this. I'm not speaking for BBS Gospel Net. Don't send Dr. Bruce no ugly notes. This is what I believe. That Adam willfully sacrificed his life. To cover Eve. He didn't have the language to explain it. As we would today. Lord I tried to save her. Now, I mean I, I think about this. Okay now what, what would the Lord had thought of Adam. Remember God put Adam in the garden. Put him over the garden to take care of it. Dress it. Keep it. Brought him animals to see what he would call it. And when Adam would watch those animals do whatever they did. I kind of use my spiritual imagination. I, I, I'm thinking, kind of like Jesus was saying, at the end of the day, the birds had nests that they would go to, the foxes had holes, the bears had the cave, and the lions had the lion's den. But Adam had no place to lay his head, and most importantly, with nobody to call the evening with. Are oh, you going not hear what I'm saying? And it was at that point God said, it's not good for man to be alone. Now, he already said this once. And then the Lord calls a deep sleep to come upon Adam. See, it's not God's will for us designed to be alone. That's why God wants us in the family. God loves the family. That's why it's good to be in a church and a faith-believing community in the body of Christ so whatever scenario that you are facing in life, you don't have to face it alone. God said, I have put solidarity in the family, lonely people in the family. and everybody, not your family. I'm not talking about your blood uh, relative. I'm talking about the spiritual family we call the church. Can I say it again? At the end of the day, like Jesus said, the foxes have holes. The birds have nests. The bears go in the barricade. Lions go in the den cave. Adam and they—they—you had a male and a female in each species, but Adam was by himself. Now remember, Adam named all of these creatures. Adam, God gave Adam responsibility before He gave him a wife. He gave him a job. He gave him responsibilities. He gave him opportunity because remember in the beginning. God said, I want you to be fruitful, I want you to multiply, I want you to subdue, I want you to have dominion, and can I tell y'all, I don't care what part of the world you live in, I don't care what type of work you're doing, this applies to your everyday life. You said, well, what is God's will for my life? To have dominion, to be fruitful, to multiply? You 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 ought to be the one on your job. You ought to be like Joseph. God looking for some Joseph on these jobs that if the job is just about to shut down, God will give you the answer that'll keep the doors of the company open. Do you know, do you know many of our corporations would be existing today if God's people didn't need a place to work? Do you know the real estate industry wouldn't be doing well if if the people, oh, I know the world is out there, but but, but, my my role is to edify the body of Christ. My role is to try to encourage you that if you, to have faith in God and to know that God loves you, God knows where you are, he knows who you is, and he got great plans for your life. That's why BBS Gospel Broadcast Station exists. We on the air here to let you know that no matter what you go through, been through, will go through, to put your trust and faith in Jesus Christ. Now, once again, when the Lord came to Adam, Adam told the Lord, the woman you gave me, she ate and I ate. And I really believe in my heart, I will believe that to the day that I die, that Adam was doing what he knew to do to try to cover Eve. Or you have to understand, too, the mindset wasn't there. Oh, I'm going to be without Eve. I don't know what Adam was thinking, but I know this. He loved Eve. When the scripture said that Adam was not deceived, but the woman being in transgression was deceived. Okay. Let me, let me back up for a minute. Some of y'all might be married and you're going through some things. And one of the wonderful things I look at when I look at Adam, who was created in the image of God, and uh, for you, brothers, that say, oh, a good woman is hard to find. No, no, no they're not enough. Not enough. Your wife is in you. The word wife in the original language means a hid or veiled person. She's not loud. The scripture says, when a man finds his wife, she's somebody that's ready for marriage, ready to be a wife, ready to help you do what God has called you to do. And Eve, when the Lord put Adam in a deep sleep, he didn't make her out of dirt. No, God rests inside the man and pulled the woman out of the man. So I'm just simply saying to you, even if your wife ain't what you thought she should have been, remember you chose her now, you have the ability. If you ask God, God, teach me how to minister to my wife. Teach me how to encourage my wife. Teach me how to speak to her where she will understand what I need her to help me to do. Because the scripture said, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Oh, we like the good thing, probably. Listen, to get better than that, okay? But he finds favor with God. I don't know about you, but I, I get excited about that. And let me say this to leaders. It has been written that when a leader put his family first, the community benefits. But when a leader put the community first, both the family and the community suffers. That's why a lot of us, we we really got it backwards as leaders. God wants me to take care of home first. I can't help save the world and my house in shambles. And so many of us, as I title this message, Me Too, I, I, I learned something about the emotional, when you don't have a father in your life. And it seems like I'm all over the place, but I'm not, because here's what I want to, to get you to see. When God created Adam, Adam was the first man. And whatever Adam named, that's what it became. And God has empowered men to name something. And when you name something or somebody, you you're responsible for that. That's why your name means everything. That's why some women don't want to leave their their families because if they had a great father and and the father's name was good and 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 the family benefited from his name, this guy wants to know is what, what's your name. Does your name mean it? Do you even have a library card? Do you even have driver's license? And a lot of us don't realize as men, we think sex is going to turn us into men. I've been there. Me too. Somebody else said me too. And we to any time we are out of the will of God. We didn't have fathers in our life to raise us to be God-fearing men. When I say God-fearing, I don't mean like shaking. What I mean is we reverence God. We know who our God is. We serve God by serving our home and where we work and where we do business and how we treat those who are less fortunate than us. And so a lot of us, I think if you talk to the average man, a lot of us, we kind of put ourselves in financial bondage because when a wife wants something, they say a happy wife is a happy life. Somebody else said, me too. Then <laughs> they done that. Got a t-shirt to prove it. I listened to Bishop Lewis Greenup some years ago at the men's conference. He said, a woman from the neck up can break you. So even when we read in the Bible where those kings had more than multiple wives, can't no Pope brother afford no multiple wives. So... So let, let's get one thing clear. God has ordained marriage between a man and a woman. I will not argue with anybody about that. And I'm finished with that because that's what the scripture says. Don't mean no harm to anybody. The family is the foundation of a nation. And if you want to really do what God says for you to do, and now a lot of people say, well, I want to do the right thing. I want to get married. That's step number one. God will honor that. God will honor you, even sacrificing for your wife. Because notice, he doesn't fuss at Adam and Eve. He He doesn't like wig out on them. He knew they had failed. And God, in his mercy, realized that the same creation that Adam and Eve was used to, it changed their nature too. Sin is no joke, ladies and gentlemen. Sin has affected the entire world, even the creation. And I guarantee you, had not God drove them out of the garden for their own good, those same animals that Adam and Eve was used to in the garden more than likely would have destroyed them. And God had no plans to go back to the board again and recreate man again because That took a lot of power from God to form man out of dust, to blow into his nostril. Even before man became a living soul, he had a form. But until God breathed into his life, he laid there in dust. And as I was sharing with you in a message, move. Don't lay there in the dust of your past sins and transgressions and mistakes. Allow God to breathe upon your life. Maybe your marriage seems hopeless. Maybe you say, well, God, I, I done messed up. Let God breathe into your situation. Okay? Because been there, done that, got a t-shirt to prove it. When she ate of the forbidden fruit, as I get ready and clothed, I really believe Adam loves Eve so much. Adam literally gave his life to, to be with Eve. Now he didn't have the vocabulary to express that. He just simply said, The woman that you gave me, she ate, and I ate. Yeah. And I think he was taking responsibility. I really do. He and 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 the Lord looked and you know he pronounced his judgment, but he also showed them love. He didn't them out the garden naked to be exposed. To the elements of a fallen world. And and a lot of us right now. We are exposed to the elements. Of a fallen world. We see hatred. We see war. We see racism. We see famine. We see earthquakes in diverse places. And we're wondering. Where is God? He's still sitting on the throne. I want to encourage you to believe. I don't know what you've lost. I don't know what. What, what what you're suffering? I don't know what you're going through, but I know that the Bible says not the will of God that any should perish. Does that mean people won't perish? Of course they will. But I just want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you, men, to if you have a marriage problem, go to God. If you messed up on your wife, apologize to your wife. Go to God. Get that thing straight. Do you realize the Bible says the foundation be destroyed? What shall the righteous do? And when we look at our family today, you know, sister, I'm talking about what the world is doing. What are we doing that says we know God? What, what are we doing? Can people look at our marriage and say, I want to model my, my, my marriage after yours? We all go through something. I mean, let's take the mask off and let's be real. Let's say, hey, I struggle just like you do. But you know what? I love my wife. I love my family. I want God to bless us. Joshua says for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. I hope and pray that something was said that you might be encouraged today. Uh want to uh, encourage you wherever you're listening. Let us know here at BVS Gospel Broadcast Station, BVS Gospel Net. Let us hear from you. We would love to hear from you. You make our day when we hear from you. And so we just thank God for each and every one of you. It is our prayer that something was said that would encourage you and inspire you to know, even though you might be walking through the valley of the shadow of death, look where you have come from so far. And with God's help, look how further you can go. My name is Robert Miley. This is the Thinking Man's Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in with us here at BBS Gospel Net, BBS Gospel Broadcast Station. Let us know that you're listening to us. We would love to hear from you. Until then, God bless each and every one of you.